fears of tripping on top. Be there! Scour the spaceways! Explore vast alien worlds! Tin right here contains the whole rigmarole. I used to smoke about an ounce of hash every day. Good. And it made me go a little bonkers. Maybe. If I occupy his mind with more duties, I can control his space. Hi. Big fat Hi. doobies. Hi. Hi. Hi, hi, hi. What's up, everybody? It's Sunday, March 25th, 2012, episode 111 of the Hotbox. My name is Matt. My name's Ian. 111. 111. It's a nice number. Why do I like that number? I'm, I'm very attracted it, to that number. It's almost 1111. Is that what it is? It's like 1111. Should I start making a wish? 1111. Fuck, that's why I like it. <laughs> Start making a wish. Leave us uh, messages <laughs> or call the show live. God, I really hope... Oh, man. 406-204-4687, of course. Now, uh, this is the 100th and 11th episode of this show. And in the 111 or 110 other episodes that we've done here, we've come to, to detect uh, patterns of sorts, would you say? Oh, this is what I was talking about. Pattern oh, yeah. recognition software, that is our brains. Well, it's, a, and it's an intense algorithm that me and Matt came up with before that's right. the show. It's equational. It's mm-hmm. algorithmical. Yeah. It's metaphysical. We're, we were going to patent it and sell it to Google. We're thinking about it, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I want to even bring that to the table yet. I don't know if this world is ready for that yet. But what I want to say is that... Well, this was actually born out of my pessimistic attitude today. Sure. So glass we're, half we're, empty. I saw a picture the other day that said while you were busy debating whether it was glass uh, half empty or half full, I drank it. Yeah. The opportunist. Yeah. Yeah. I think I've seen that too. Thank you, Pinterest. That's, that's why I carry a flask with me. <laughs> Is it half empty? Well, no. It's, it's like five sixths full. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> word to that um so uh, uh my pessimistic attitude so we're looking at news articles uh you know as like we do look, looking for you know a couple talking points before sure. we um improv this show right and um you know matt's over here reading different things saying oh did you hear about this and oh did you hear about that and i was like well not about that specific Incident, but I've heard about those kinds of people. yeah, like like yeah, I've heard about similar things, and then I just started to realize that like it just kind of seems like uh, uh, monotonous. Yeah, it's the same kind of news about cannabis. That's being do you feel like it's published. to the point that we could write something that picks out of a pool of different types of words and can assemble your garden variety marijuana news story. Absolutely. <laughs> we could have Absolutely. nouns here, pronouns, yeah. you know, something like yeah. that. And you could so, do fill in the blank right. or like fill in the blank from this list of words. Jerk off Joe got pulled over for right. not having a tail light, and the right. cops found a hundred pounds of marijuana. Right. You know, like jerk off Joe got jail charges. Right. Or, you know, um, raids here, raids there. Raids everywhere, uh, people getting sentenced, you know what I'm saying? But, it, you know, the other thing that I, I did notice is that in the article talking about all the people getting criminal charges, it listed five people out of out of how many how many providers? Several hundred. And so, or well, and at the time it was several thousand. We'll but, take those odds. 
Right. And so, like, I don't know. It's just it, it kind of seemed like I think that everyone that listens to the show can probably safely assume that somewhere at someone any, is getting raided by the federal government at any given time. Right. And then somewhere another person is getting some sort of, of driving well under the influence of marijuana right. charge. And then somewhere else there are some kids getting stoned behind the high school. Right. And then, and then even elsewhere, there there are people that are getting drug tested and losing their jobs and yeah, their homes. I mean, that's a, pretty that's, much that's the baseline of what we're working with here as a society and as this podcast. So, it's safe to say that when you come to listen to the show, you can just in your mind automatically know that during this hour long discussion, there will have been a raid. Five arrests, 18 people pulled over. Well, five arrests is a pretty conservative number. Well, I, in the I, hour that we're actually going to be in the show, if we're talking and about Pat Asian Robertson, where we're both conservative, right? <laughs> yes, I see how conservative you are eating that burrito. Oy. Can I tell you something about the power of Facebook? Uh, Let me tell yeah. you, I was sitting here doing work. <laughs> And I have the best peppered bacon, eggs. I have everything to cook what's left of this burrito here. The hell's my camera? Yeah, this thing. And so I just, I threw it out there on Facebook and I said, hey, let me, let me find you actually the, the exact quote. Cause, and, and th- keep in mind, this is just like joking, right? Like, ha ha ha, you know. Come over here and cook and do my dishes for me. Um, so I said, I can't believe it worked. I can't either. I said, I have bacon and eggs, but no time to cook them. I will feed you if you come cook. Oh, and also do the dishes. Smiley face. Yes, I'm talking to you. And I didn't have anybody in mind at all. Like, no, it could have been one of 10 different people that may have saw that and been like, oh, he's talking to me. He's talking to me. Wasn't and and so the first comment is from a girl that doesn't live here. She lives in Arizona, so that wasn't going to work. And then the second comment Unless was the she... girl that actually just came over and made, which that's phenomenal. I didn't touch the phone. I was sitting here working. I was like, Facebook, what's up? Witty comment, haha. <laughs> send back to this Google Plus, what's up? Like not even and. Then, then this Bling, lovely face. lady I know. delivers a freshly cooked burrito in front Can of you after doing the dishes. She cleaned that shit up. She didn't ask for anything in return. It was like on her way to go play false. She is a giver. Yeah, I was actually rather impressed. If she needs a job. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Love I like her. breakfast, but Love usually her. a little early in the so day. Thank even. You. So Five o'clock in the evening, Matt's having breakfast. This is this goes back to the the whole Task Rabbit idea. That, remember, I was telling you about the Task Rabbit. No, it, it was a podcast I was listening. They interviewed the girl who starred Task Rabbit, and basically say hypothetically, "Oh yes, I you need were you to me. go to the store yeah, and get yeah, dog do food. This, do Maybe that. someone's at the store already getting something. They can pick that up, and here's how much I'm willing to pay for it. It's kind of like that. Like for I don't know. I, that's awesome. I'm glad we have things that make those those things happen. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Internet. <laughs> I don't think that if I posted on my Facebook, come cook and clean my house. 
that it's anybody all, was coming. I out am there. a writer. It's all about how you word it. You have to use your words, Ian. I know you can do it. You just have to craft. Right. You want? Should we put this to the test? We could. Should we? I think Let's we not ask for breakfast because most of my friends have jobs and they're not going to be able to. <laughs> <laughs> she just got off work. Come on now. I know. I'm just being an asshole. I know. But I mean, like, maybe maybe if we did something, I, I think we should put this to the test. I think I think everybody should put this to the test. <laughs> I think if you're listening to the show right now, you should post on your Facebook page. How strong is your network? Yeah. Like, I need this to happen ASAP and or however Matt I need a guy in Nebraska worried. killed it, it in three days <laughs> and go just send the bill to Matt at the hot box <laughs> <laughs> done so I think it's interesting right no, that's I an think interesting I'm experiment put that to the test to see to see if I post something medial you know if if that shit will happen it will also be interesting to go through the data and see how many males versus females like Oh. I didn't have a bro come over here. Like, you came over to do the show and stuff, but right. I didn't have a guy come. It was a female that yeah, it was. was like, I, I will take care of you right now. Yeah. You're hungry, and you're busy, and I'll, I'm, I just got off work. Yeah, you're so busy. I just got off work. <laughs> it took her like 10 minutes. <laughs> no, I, that I was busy. Well, no, yeah, I, I understand, I but it took you 10 minutes. I was busy pinning p- things on Pinterest. <laughs> I was busy finding... <laughs> Interesting things to talk about. I was busy. We started our new tech show, yet another tech show.com. You should all listen to that episode because it's pretty awesome. How, so, how's your mother? My mother's Did good. she get you in any trouble? No, she did not. So I, told, I told this story on the other show, but just real quick. You can now make uh, phone calls from Google Hangouts. So inside of a Hangout where you have to have a Google account, you know, you're in there hanging out. If you know what a Hangout is, I'm not going to explain that. And you can it. call phones from there. So we call my mom. And my mom, she's like, yo, hi, what's, you know, this and that. And hey, she says a comment about marijuana. Like, how how's that smoker? It must be some good shit. Ha, ha, ha. Because maybe I was a little stone sounding. I don't know. And this show is done with a professor. And, like, there's there's some... <laughs> It was not the place for that comment, but Did she it, think it, it was, was the hot box? Did she think it was the hot box? She didn't box know what it was. She didn't know. Oh, what okay. It was. So, <laughs> so she was just like, you hear you hear percolating in the background. Yeah, so, like anyway, it was amusing. Everybody like, on oh. the panel was like, "Ha ha ha!" There's Matt's mom. Huh? Like, Thanks, mom. <laughs> and we did our show. So yet another techshow.com. Check that shit out. Yeah. Matt. Thanks for the pot brownies, Matt. Yeah, that was really <laughs> nice of you. Oh fuck, mom. <laughs> Hey, did you get any more of those little red candies? <laughs> oh, I like those. Those are Ritalin, and no. <laughs> those are illegal. No, <laughs> I didn't give you any of them. All right. Anyway. So you can always listen to this show and hear me talk with my mouthful. You can always... I think that's a first, actually. I never eat during podcasts. I honestly, like, I yell at people that do that. But it was kind of a, a but it was yeah lead-in story. Oh, I wasn't, and I wasn't gonna be like, well, actually, can you come back when we're done with the show and then cook me? <laughs> you know, like she was here and that, and I, <laughs> I didn't want to push. Oh, uh, this isn't fitting into my schedule. She's awesome. Yeah, you doing all this for uh, me. Actually, Ian just got here, so yeah, if you can. 
Like, she did offer to cook me food too, and I, and, but I have already eaten. See, so. and she used to work at this place I always used to eat at when I go to work. Like I go load up. And well, you better plug it eat. for. Or well, where? it's not there anymore. Oh, okay, never mind. So, wow. I was gonna save. There is a new place there though called What a Croc, which is really good. What find a them croc. on Facebook. It's she makes such good cupcakes, like Kahlua and fucking. <laughs> really, she makes crazy shit. Wow. Anyway. This, yeah. Okay, so back to what we opened the show with, talking about right. um, our algorithm. So of- we we want to spend more time exploring other avenues of topic points and discussion points and, and whatnot. Instead of, I feel like anybody, I mean, you can go to hotboxpodcast.com and click marijuana news, and I set up a feed that pipes in, you know, all, yeah. like, you can look at that at any given time, 24-7, and get a quick idea of what we're talking about. Let's just, here, how, pop patients, how many of them? No one knows. The, the raids here are going to the Ninth Circuit Court. Good luck with that. Uh, fire starts in a basement grow. Go figure. That's another thing you Stay- can probably count on happening right. at any given moment. Someone is having an electrical fire in their grow op somewhere right now. They got fire extinguishers going. You know, the neighbors <laughs> The neighbors are thinking, like, the neighbors are looking out their window wondering if they should call the fire department while, the, you know, the guys in the grow op are running around, like, throwing buckets of water all over the Pulling place. plants out and shit. Yeah, you know, like, I, I mean, that's happening you right now. You can automatically assume right this second. Yeah. Not only are there three meth labs blowing up, but there is one. <laughs> now, is that the, is that because the marijuana actually, like, cuts wires and, and gets in there and messes with shit, or what, no, what is that caused I, by? I, I'm going to say Poor. from um, uh, electrical wiring that's not up to code. Oh, sure. So you maybe know. cutting corners or, or something. Cutting and Why would something. people do that? Yeah, I mean, Well, grow, because grow you know, in a lot of states, you can't have a licensed electrician come to your facility oh. and wonder why you're wiring up 40,000-watt ballasts. To your neighbor's fucking... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You got an extension cord running over, wondering why the cord's no, getting warm. Dig, you dig a little trench for it. You and you hide it. You know, that's the most ridiculous. Honey, why is our electric bill like eight thousand dollars? That's the worst. You're the worst neighbor ever. Not only do I have your satellite is piped that my into my cable? house, is that yeah. my fucking cable. Son I, of a bitch. I also leech. Did off your, your son get my preg- my daughter pregnant? God damn it. <laughs> oh man! So rather than excuse me, yeah, so rather terrible. than mull over, uh, kind of the same story over and over again, just with different names and a different location, um, which I'm sure we're gonna still highlight a couple, uh, you know, interesting lines out of particular articles, or if something different actually happens i'm yeah we're gonna talk about that but like the feds get to the place and they're like you know what guys not today and they just leave <laughs> like then we would you know spend a moment right but if the feds go in and actually do what they're supposed to it's like well, yeah, well we knew that was gonna happen right um do you want to do you want to talk about something that has never happened before in the medical marijuana industry absolutely well okay so so this isn't your tip- atypical cannabis story. Sure. This this has to do with the mafia. <laughs> okay. Oh wait, no, that does have. That's pretty atypical. Yeah, that's... All right. Well, you let's, know the let's, mafia. Let me let's say. Let's go the, with the, labor unions. The mafia back in the day used to have like a, a level of standards, allegedly that they they weren't into selling drugs. Like drugs wasn't they that that's not what they did. You know, and 
I feel like now they've kind of <laughs> it's pretty much a free for all. I mean, it was then too, but you know, they they had stand and there was a certain well, level of respect and class that went along with being a mobster that I feel like the mafia today does not have anymore. I, I think they don't call it lowering their standards. I think they call it diversifying. Sure. Yeah, diversify. You don't want to have all your ducks in you one. You know, they're still going to knock off uh, truckloads of electronics, but then at the same time, you know, things are tough these days. Yeah, gotta... and I mean, the people got paid shit to make those electronics anyway, so there's, I mean, we're doing them a favor, you know? We're sticking it to the man. Yeah, you just got to diversify Robin your portfolio. Yeah. And if that portfolio involves armed robbery, like, you just add drug dealing to it. Hey, times are tough. Trafficking. I mean, trafficking. Trafficking. Times are tough. Whatever. Times. Money laundering. I thought that's what the mafia is really well known for. Italian restaurants and money laundering. <laughs> Terrible toupees and money laundering <laughs> and the worst television show in HBO's history. Thank you, Sopranos. What's that? Sopranos. That's the worst one in HBO history? Probably not. I'm going to go with something Tracy Ullman made. <laughs> it is probably the worst in HBO history. It's just a guess. This is all Greek to me. But yeah, so apparently in L.A., they're trying to make it a little harder for these politicians to wage their war on pot shops because their dispensary workers are now going to the same unions that City Hall is in bed with. Shaking hands. Just in bed. Yeah. Giving you the reach around. Thanks, City Hall. <laughs> Ow. Uh, United Food and Commercial Workers and UFC. Oh, yeah. UF UFC. W local 770 in particular has decided to take medical marijuana dispensary workers under its massive and powerful throbbing wing. Tomorrow morning, the union is set to announce that quote: "Healthcare and grocery workers will welcome the medical cannabis workers and their successful organizing campaign into their union." What does the let's give me? I, I want to throw you out a hypothetical here. You're a part of this this union here. Your dispensary gets raided. How does the union like? Does that make your dispensary not get raided? Because then, you know, because the feds because don't want to fuck with the mafia. Because then the mafia is going to get their cartel buddies, and it's going to be a big mess. I think that I think that you are assuming that. Just because a labor union is involved, that the mafia is involved. No, I just saw the word union, and I automatically assumed mafia. Right. It could have been a civil union or a marriage, a and I would have union. been like, oh, yeah, that's the mafia. <laughs> <laughs> but it isn't... Um, you, oh are Lord. you being I'm just saying. Is, are, is, do you really think that they're they're not a little bit? Maybe what a little not bit? a little bit? The mafia? The, the, they're, they're not... No, I do not think the mafia has their fingers in every labor or working union in the nation. No, I really don't. But one in L.A.? I doubt it. Really? Well, how many many labor unions are there in L.A.? That's, yeah, good point. You know, like, uh, the only only actual thing that I know, like, concrete fact and have experienced personally is uh, union workers in New York City that work on the docks. Um... And from personal experience, they have a card, like a a labor, a a union card. And it's worth a large sum of money because you use this card to to be a part of the union and go to work. Right. And they're transferable. Really? You can can transfer your union card to someone else. Like, they can buy it from you. Really? You know, and a dock worker in New York City makes six figures. And so the, the union card is actually 
you know, it's kind of like a liquor license here. Like That's once you have one, you're guaranteed to be making some money, right? Right. right. And so uh, it's not a risky business, <laughs> to right? Get and so that, but the other thing is, is that because they're part of the union, they're represented by a much larger organization to um, help uh, keep working conditions up to par to make sure that they're represented fairly. But I don't think that being part of a union is going to stop the federal government from coming in and raiding you. And you don't think, will it, will it offer certain protections for those people under that? You think, or is, is this pointless? What was the point then? I I feel like there has to be some sort of, hopefully, well, like, I don't, I don't know. I was going to say keeping working, conditions up to par and hmm. stuff like that but i think it's i think it's probably a way to give those individuals that are going to be joining the union legal representation if something were to happen to their job ah so it has absolutely nothing that's interesting i didn't even think of that see i was that's, i was looking at from that the point is of my view that, yeah no you're probably right too is that it's it's solely like we 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 heard Sandy talk about some some like kind of shady business practices uh, for a few uh, a dispensary here, and so that would uh, that would have if if this would have been her in that case, that would have offered certain protections against what was maybe going on there. And and since we're talking about a town in California, there's probably quite a few dispensaries. There's probably going to be a uh, a fair number of individuals joining the union because of medical marijuana. And so those individuals, you know, like I'm sure if is, if a particular um, a particular individual is being treated unfairly, he could go to the union and seek recourse right. to be treated fairly or to level the playing field essentially. That makes more sense than if if the feds came in, then they would like make a it's call, a state and then union. that would make right. It's so a state union, it wouldn't you know. Matter and, anyway. and as right, right. as um, we've been reading in plenty of articles, um, and now it's almost like uh, uh, the people that are writing these articles like to say like. You know, like we should have known better that the federal law trumps state law and that we were mistaken by <laughs> thinking, you know, I don't think that anybody thought the state law trumped the federal law. We just didn't think the federal government was going to fuck with us. Right. Like we didn't think the state law trumped federal law. But like these people writing these articles like to say that, you know, that's what we all thought. You know, they like to put those words. Was in it? Our, in our, I don't not what Is I thought. Is that what you thought? No, not at all. <laughs> Come on. Did you ask anybody or did you just assume that that's what we all thought? I just think it makes for better reading. Really? Yeah. Yeah, nice, yeah. Happy because ending. if because if you're on that side of the fence, you're like, yeah, fucking stoners. That's you know, funny. like these idiots. Yeah. I these can't guys, believe I can't guy. believe they even ever thought that. <laughs> what but a bunch of idiots. They must smoke too much. What pot. a bunch of GED carrying idiots. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now go make me a cheeseburger. Uh, this says when the federal crackdowns began last late last year, Special Assistant City Attorney Jane Usher told the Weekly that, quote, each and every dispensary that the office had investigated seemed to be getting its supply from some sketchy unknown source and was serving hundreds of thousands of, quote, patients who fit a rather non-patient profile. So a sketchy, they're getting their drugs from a sketchy source? Wow! Like the federal government. Like that's like or that's wait. news. Yeah. <laughs> like wait a minute. Like you had to leave the money in a trash bag, like off of Forty Fifth and Second, and then like come back yeah. an hour later. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. 
with, sketchy with no source. cops come alone. Right. Or else he gets it. Gets what? You know what. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, they say, um, needless to say, a partnership between L.A.'s largest labor unions and L.A.'s most disrespected laborers would make aforementioned stance a little awkward. My coworkers and I have joined UFCW Local 770 because we want to protect and preserve good jobs and access to affordable health care that responsible medical cannabis dispensaries can provide. That was someone from uh, Venice Beach Care Center. Sure. It's the press statement, right? Yeah. We are working. What? What's the... Uh, oh, hold on. Got to... Go ahead. And do you think that? Do you think whatever. he's like not quite teleprompting that, but he practiced it six times in the bathroom before he went out on At and least. said this to the reporter? At okay, least. okay, okay. Hold on. Give me that visine. Hold on, I have a better one for you. Oh, if I can find it. Um, I I think that that's that's a good thing. I mean, like I think there's some interesting things in the medical marijuana industry. You know, like the the whole like, like the California dispensaries, they're non profit organizations. Right. And I and I think that that's that's key. But it hasn't necessarily I mean, they still get rated. And so um I just think that, that uh, uh in a way to probably um I can't in our state you would be a you would be a unique venture to be a non profit. I don't think that too many of the dispensaries here in Montana have done that. But I think that a vast majority of the ones in California, from what I've read, are nonprofits. And so now, now they have um, getting the the labor union involved. You know, like if I had a problem in my job, like there's not really anything I could do about it. Right. You know, and you then you just... can't really go to like the state office and complain because they're just going to look at you like. Right. Well, and even didn't the Fed get a real the, job, dude. Didn't one of the feds tell you like I would get out of the or yeah, do no, something different? I, or... I would suggest that you find a different line of work, says the DEA to me. Right. So, I suggest mm, you find a different line of work, but yeah. no, you're not facing any criminal implications yet. But we're watching you. Yeah, all right. Well, watching me every Sunday here on the Hot Box. If I'm not Dick. facing any criminal charges, why should I have to find a different line of work? Yeah. I like, like if it's job. if it's not illegal or if I'm not breaking any sort of, like, moral code that you're going to come and point guns at me again. Yeah, right. Then why would I go through the trouble of finding a different job right now? I, I wouldn't. I mean, hey, how's your unemployment rate, right? Like, um, okay, I guess. So, well, let's move on a little bit. The, do you want to talk about these two local uh, pieces here? We know that there was um, the raids that happened here a while ago, and now they're getting, like I said earlier, escalated up to the Ninth U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals uh, after the district judge dismissed the case back in January. He's also preparing for his own possible arrest related to last year's raids. This is uh, Williams, uh, Chris Williams. Uh, he says, I see these raids in the way that our state government allowed them to happen. I'd say they've really taken a lot of faith from people, faith they had in state government. Do we, do we not, do we no longer have faith in our state government? Um, I don't know about you, but I haven't had faith. Right. So if you're not, ex like, what were I you? I haven't had faith. What were you expecting, in right? Much like, in a long time. What were you expecting them to do? No, you can't. No, sorry, you can't come in here and use our resources to raid our our voter. No, sorry, stop at the border. Like really? No, come on in. Here, you need a couple cars. What do you need? 
Come on. Um, I know a girl will come over and cook you breakfast. Like, come on. You know, I... Uphold the law? To, to be quite honest, I didn't really expect them to do anything. Just get paid? Because that's what I sign observe. Few, sign is few, that they, you know, yeah. like, yeah, they, they, they get so much done every session... Oh, completely. No, they really, they really, completely. they really like swath some fields of despair. Oh, for sure. On on their way of of you know re- curing the ailments of this modern age. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you know, right. I mean, they're really making huge, huge strides oh, towards yeah. towards you know bettering Unity mankind. And, oh, for sure. And so Montana you know, leading with, the way with yeah <laughs> with that in mind, like what I don't joke. really. I don't really expect any governmental body to really accomplish a whole lot unless it has to do with money. Anything more than continuing on the destructive path that they have been. And again, this is my that's my perspective. Yeah, no, it's, you're right. It's it's my truth. It's not anybody else's, but that's sure. that's kind of how I feel and I the way that I I can judge that is this is kind of interesting too is to ask people or yourself. Sure. Is this the world that you've been voting to live in? Hmm. Have you, you know, like all of those times that hmm. you have gone to vote or wanted to go vote or were going to go vote or blew it off and smoked a bowl and went and got <laughs> McDonald's and didn't go vote. Whatever, but is this the world that people are voting to live in? Is this a world you would be proud to bring a new life into and present it to them and say... Ta-da! Well, Ooh, watch out, bullets. Ta-da! Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah no, that's I <laughs> this think, is a piece of shit. I think that's why, like, uh, uh now, that's Belize. why I don't want kids. Now, it, right? Like, I think it's like a like an instinctual uh, uh, emotion. Those with that kids? I don't want to have kids, and I'm not really interested in, in procreating to the point of <laughs> getting someone pregnant. I haven't found anybody here that I would no, uh, but like, yeah, kids that. All I'm saying is that I, I honestly don't feel that you're giving this new consciousness a fair chance at. Um, obtaining happiness and a fulfilling life by bringing them into our current society. I think that you're pretty much bring, like giving them a huge handicap right when they come out. Now you're saying from the perspective of like a a, a living paycheck to paycheck, maybe a little savings. No, not even normal. that. I, like it, if you're born into like the Gates family, you're set. You don't. No, your life is still much not, different. I yeah, but you can be you can be. Protected All from right. it longer because of no, the resources available to no, you. No, you cannot. Really? And those resources probably just swallow you, swallow you up. This is again my perspective, hmm. my opinion. You think okay, it corrupts so, you? And and this is something that I got to observe recently. Okay. Okay. So in Belize, uh, the locals, the local islanders that um, inhabit Key Cocker, uh, they don't really have anything. They live in, they live right. in, they call them cabanas or houses, Huts? but it's like a plywood shack that they've painted and maybe if they're lucky, found some linoleum to put on the so floor. So we're talking like lost season two, early season three. Sure. Okay, cool. Sure. Um, they don't really have stuff. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like they don't, they don't have, they don't have computers. They, I mean, yeah. there's a, there's an internet cafe on the island. But mm, the people don't have computers down there. They it's a different. A few of them might have a phone. Um, you know they don't they don't have like the consumerism or right. the media or like the the whole Western way of life. 
um, at their fingertips. Like down there, they don't like. I, I'm just going to go at the point. They don't really have everything, but at the same time, they have absolutely everything. Like these people don't um, have desires for for things that they don't need. They they don't wish they had the new the newest greatest coffee maker. You know they don't. Yeah. They don't. They don't like go home and save their well, pennies it's, it's, to it, go it's on a cruise. It's they not don't, pumped into their faces. It's not only is it not pumped right? into their faces, but like it's it's completely unnecessary for their way of life. That's true. What would you do with uh, like where? Where, what are you doing with that there? It, doesn't, right. it, it seems unnecessary almost, right? But at the same time, you know, you look at you look at uh, individuals that live in the Western world, and they got three cars, two boats, a vacation home, all this all this great stuff. But they're on the antidepressants. But they're still seeking. You know, they're still chasing <laughs> yeah. that dragon. You know, they're still chasing. You know, whatever's going to make them feel complete. And so I think that. Um, you know, like we're part of a Walt Disney age. You know what I'm saying? Like right. a lot of a lot of our peers grew up on Walt Disney movies. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like that's yeah. like a, that's a core part of our childhood. You know, and like bringing in a new consciousness into this world, I think that they are going to be so distracted from what, in my opinion, matters. Um, exploring yourself, your consciousness, and having experiences that mean something to you as an individual. Right. I think that the commercialism, the the television, you know, the the your peers here that are so distracted from seeking any sort of substance in their life, I think that that is the handicap to a so young person a, today. You can you can shelter them from that or raise them to steer away from that. You're more concerned about their interaction with other people than So you check it out. You can't protect everybody or No, a, check it out. Let's say you have a let's say you have a, a, a young a young child, right? And and you've done a pretty good job, you know. Let's say you don't have a television in the house, and let's say you read lots of books, and you, you know what I'm saying. Like, sure, you've traveled a little bit with this young man or young girl, and and you know what I'm saying. Like, they're they're pretty wise, you know what I'm saying, for a young child. Like right. they they're let's say they are worldly, and let's say that they don't, you know. Uh, throw a conniption fit when you won't buy them a toy in the, in the store that you don't take them to because right, you don't right. you, you're you not don't taking them, them to they, Walmart. That's not part of their world. Right. You're not taking them right. to Walmart because then they're going to walk around and see all those colors and just kind of exactly. be zombified like all the other kids. Yeah, yeah. And it and it, well, on one note like it kind of cracks me up to watch kids in, in a store like freaking out throwing a conniption fit Isn't yelling and screaming you know and like, they don't even know why though like they they're yeah, absolutely not like they're just they're just like upset that they don't have everything they want and it's so funny everything that parents, in that store yeah and it's so funny that parents are trying to give their kids everything the kid wants because that shuts them the fuck up for a minute what a what, i mean like that's that, yeah no that's, it's ridiculous that's, that's, that's completely ass backwards yeah because then he knows that he's going to get it the next time he throws a little conniption fit. And, uh. like, he gives a fuck what other people think. No. He's not embarrassed. No. You're the one blushing, saying, stop it. Stop. Please, please stop please. crying. Like, I don't know what to do. Just I'm buy the toy. You, you know? And so tub. I don't think that. What? I, and so you have this, you have this well-rounded, intelligent, uh, non, 
uh, non-Westerner child in the Western world. Right. Okay, well, you need social interactions as a human being to to live a healthy life. Sure. And so uh, your young uh, son, let's say he's homeschooled even, you know, but uh, still yeah, you got to do uh, the social thing. Yeah. And so he's going to go hang out with his friends. You know, he's finally going to start riding his bike or his longboard down the street to go hang out with fucking whoever. Right. And what are they doing? Playing video Same games, playing with their out. newest best toys, and and so we what we need to do it sounds like is either all go get our fucking tubes tied, or we need to all like get a plot of land and build well, a fucking see, whatever a bomb shelter. Like now, I'm not saying preppers. that I want to be part of a commune and raise my kids to be a bunch of uh, heretic little <laughs> philosophers running around. <laughs> You know, quoting Kant oh and God. telling you like Could how you it imagine? is. Could you imagine? Could you imagine? I could. It you would be mouthy awesome. little fuck. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like absolutely. But I, I'm not saying like that's where I'd want my kids to go. I'm just saying that <laughs> that's the logical endpoint to that scenario. I I think that there's a happy medium with everything, you know. Sure. And I think that uh, um um. Part of my part of my perspective on this whole topic is the fact that I am not ready for kids, and so I'm finding reasons to say that I'm not ready for that step in my life. But it would concern me bringing a new life into today's world, especially if I wasn't aware of what was going on around me. You know, if I right. if I didn't if I was if I was just Joe Schmo, you know, uh, one of the sheeple, like. It wouldn't matter because you're the, trained to do that. You're almost intrinsically bred to have babies and right, right. hunker down. The one thing that I, I gain hate like to fifty see. pounds, <laughs> you know, like that's the thing I hate to see is is uh, parents letting the television babysit their kids while they do what they want to do. Yeah, you know whether it's whether yeah. it's sit on the computer or knit or. Or whatever, you know what I mean? It's like the television is the best babysitter kind of thing. And, and that's so unfortunate because of what we talked about on a previous episode yep. about what that television is doing does to your 24 brain 24-7, creating you know, your like, reality. It's like, you know, if, if you're going to let if you're gonna let a piece of technology babysit your kids, maybe you should have got a dog. Or a cat. Or a cat. Or fish. Or fish. Something that... that or, or a computer with the internet. Yeah. I mean, you, you know, know, it's your choice. All I'm saying is that um, I'm, I'm really glad that in my situation I wasn't babysat by the television. Could you hypothetically then create a set of podcasts that acted like... A little kid training material. Like, here's what you're going to run into and have to deal with in the world you were just brought into. And, you know, set for different ages, of course. But, like, could you... I feel like you could just put them to bed with headphones on and just, like, they would come out just being awesome like us. I think that you should just not put podcasts on, but maybe, like, some classical music that's bullshit i'm gonna call your bullshit right there the mozart effect is bullshit i agree but so is your podcast effect well i know but if (laughs) once they're old enough to like know what the fuck we're saying so like a self-help tape kind of but not a self-help a more of a self-exploration tape a self-exploration tape your guides through the journey of you in this fucking world. But now, would you really want to, like, guide yes. someone else's experience to the point where they're... You see what I'm saying? Like, 
isn't. I part feel of like the... I could I could improve ones ba- based on the the poor decisions that I have made. I feel like there's a lot of learning that can be taken from those experiences. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> I do, and I think that that would that would help. Okay, like if a guy came up to this kid and was like, "Hey, you want to try some heroin?" He's gonna be like, "Oh, I remember. Matt told me about that." No, I don't. And he's gonna go on with his day, and he's not gonna go down the path that he may have otherwise gone down and gotten sold into like the sex slave. Well, now wait a minute. Shit. I mean, somebody's got to get sold into the sex slave thing. Well, I agree. I mean, Save that somebody's got to be there. You know what I'm not saying? Not our white children, though. Fuck that. Ian Baker, perish the thought. All I'm saying is that you know everyone has their place, <laughs> and it's unfortunate and tragic it's that a, it's unfortunate that the place for all of the little Asian babies is the sex trade industry. It's very unfortunate. You know more about it than I do, I apparently. <laughs> you ever been to Thailand? No, me neither. <laughs> um, the other thing that I that I find to be a little hard to grasp in our society mm-hmm. is the lack of understanding. Um, in, in, in our country, especially, you know, things are, things are tailored to the unintelligent. And so, uh, obviously I'm not well-traveled and, but I have heard from, uh, many different sources about other places in the world that, you know, uh, you know, uh, America, like we, we kind of feel dude, like we're addicted to the comforts of home. Everybody hates. There's America, a safety net. dude. Out no, there, I know, but everyone hates America. If you travel, you say you're from Canada, Canada, <laughs> or Australia. Yeek. I don't know about that. No, I don't know. You just represent U.S. What? Fuck you. I'm, like, I think that if somebody was fuck. like, if somebody had a thing against. You know, if you met a Chinese person, are you going to be like, oh, Charlie, my. shit, I found yeah. him. Period. Yeah. Like, <laughs> There's or, no one you were talking about. You know, or are you going to say, no, no. And, and, I'm not, and I'm have not a, a conversation with the guy. I'm it, not a stereotypical racist like some, a lot of people that you may I understand. But I think that if someone had a problem with the country you were from, they would probably like start a conversation with about it we'll just with start you. A war. And you could be like, uh, bro, I think you're talking to the wrong American here. <laughs> Because that's true. Like, why so you, the fuck you do, do you think I'm here sh- and not there? Yeah, okay. Because I'm prospecting a place to elope to, or maybe I should have used a different adjective. <laughs> but to marry into, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like uh, uh, word to that. Do you know any cute locals? <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> don't I, don't even have to be cute. Just she has to be local, though. This um, is important. So the lack of understanding and the lack of education about controversial topics. It's not even the education, though. It's the lack of motivation to get educated. Like the, there's plenty sure. of educational material out there if you apply rational thinking and and whatnot to it. People just don't. I would no. rather sit here and stare at Pinterest for two hours than read anything. That's like, not I'm not true. even reading anything. That's not, that's not true. That's true for a lot of people, dude. Yeah, I know, but not for you. No, not at all. I'm not saying right. for me. I'm saying the hypothetical. Even though you would rather have someone else cook me. your lunch than get up from Pinterest. Because I was doing this. <laughs> because I was pinning things on kidding. Pinterest. Yeah, like, come I'm just, on. I'm just kidding. Do you know how much traffic Pinterest sends? Fuck. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I'm just there, like, writing articles and then pinning them and just making bank. No, I'm really not making bank, but. Um, so yeah, it, it's, it is, it's, I wouldn't either. I feel like too, there's, there's enough kids out there that like nobody wanted that like, yeah. why, why even add to that number and before you would, you know, go and 
I'm not saying I'm going to go adopt like a third world baby or something. I'm not going to do anything, but it's start it, local. It, exactly. That may be a better exactly. idea. Don't, don't like be all weird in a van, like out front of the, the grade school or anything being like mm, that one. <laughs> hey, come here. Want to play ball? Come with, Weird. come on a ride with Uncle Matt. Yeah, no, that's. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. Like, there, I don't want to add to the overall number when there's a big number that is just completely neglected and like nobody's doing shit. Do you for think anyway. that? Do you think that the influence of other people on a young mind, uh, since that's the topic we're on, I like. Here's my thing: is that you can do. <laughs> You can do so much on your own, like uh, making sure that your kid is interested in learning, right. making sure that his feet are grounded in a way that you feel is correct. Not every, not everybody's going to agree, of course. No, this is, but yeah. you can do all of this stuff to make sure that you feel that your child is set up for success or for whatever it is you want him ready set up for. for the world. But then, like, large. think about all the crazy fucking people that he's got to come across through you a cannot, daily adventure through town. You will go completely crazy if you sit and try to think about all of the what ifs and the variables like you cannot Absolutely. control for variables you okay, just, so you what you have to do is equip and I, I'm a fucking kid this is just common sense right like you just have to equip them with the fucking tools necessary to this be is where able I was to handle everything right everything it's called critical thinking that's and it. accountability that's it. and you know those are the things um that I don't think that like those are, are the things that separate us from the animal kingdom right uh, other than recognition and or whatever. Whatever. Yeah. We, we but you have, know. We don't have to sniff each other's asses anymore. I know. Like, oh, I recognize your fit. Wait. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> only Only in some cases. So. <laughs> that's weird that in some cases we still do that. Um, yeah, teaching, teaching kids to Fucking empower animals. themselves and how to make decisions for themselves and not be part of this blaming society. You know, like, those are the tools that you can give a young person Obviously. And a young person, to bring it back to marijuana, that kid is not going to be the kid at school that when they see pot, it's like, oh, my mommy and daddy smoke that. That's not going to be the kid that gets you in trouble. Like, we always no. see stories, again, the, the, the commonality of all these stories that we see every week is the one that the kid sees some, you know, the agent at school that's giving the talk or whatever, and they're like, oh, I know what that is. Oh, really? Tell me more, and you know, right? But if you, you know your kid is educated about it, that, yeah, you got to teach. Not you got to teach your, your young individual about a mission. Yep. Like you can say some things, but Possession, then you just I'm... leave it out. Yeah. You just don't have to tell them this. It's not lying, sweetie. It's not lying. You're omitting, and that's a shitty. I, I, that is a shitty thing to have to teach a kid. That like, but that's this world that you guys kept like snowballing voting down the hill for. This is the world you've been voting for. That you have to. Like, you could pretty much uh, incarcerate yourself. You know, I know by... it's bad when my boss at my day job is like just stressed out, and I'm like, you know, what's going on? And he's like, these goddamn Republicans. That like he, when he is angry at the political like he's the most level-headed guy I've ever met in my life. Like and when he is like these fucking guys, you know, you know, and he was talking about the corruption and the money and like yeah, it just yeah, yeah. and nothing gets better and we keep voting him like yeah. he was he was it was wearing on his face yeah. and I was like holy shit and I know your boss is a cool guy yeah I was like what dude that like that's how I know things are. You know you have a cool boss if the Secret Service can call him 
and say, yes, we have one of your employees down here, and he yeah. was trying to film us <laughs> while exercising a federal warrant. Yeah, no more... <laughs> No more being active. We're gonna let him go though. But we think you should let him go. And then and then Matt shows back up to the office and his boss says, Hey uh, Matt (laughs) Uh I mean no big deal or nothing, but could you be an activist on your own time? Neither here nor there, but (laughs) Yeah. Not not in the company truck. Go back to my work truck and get my ID so I can prove I am who the fuck I said I am. Oh well. You know what? You know what else too is these people like I, I see this on Facebook a lot, and, and going back to the whole marijuana thing because that's what this show right, started no, okay. as being. And <laughs> oh yeah, is, Pat Robertson is. If you guys don't know, he's. I don't even. Let's honestly. I let's see what the wiki for Pat Robertson says he is because this will. Okay, because I know him as this like just this guy that just is so hypocritical and so like religion and Jesus saves and you you down there in Louisiana you got flooded because of God's wrath because you're all a bunch of adulterers like that's this guy that's what I I associate with a Pat Robertson um so he let's see wiki says he's born uh march 22nd 1930 the dude from shelby right he's a media mogul television evangelist ex-baptist minister and businessman i love ex-baptist minister and businessman who politically aligns himself with the christian right in the u.s founder of numerous organizations and corporations including the american center for law and justice uh, the Christian Broadcasting Network, that's this guy. The Christian Coalition, again, this guy. Flying Hospital, International Family Entertainment Inc., Operation Blessing, International Relief and Development Corporation, CBN Asia, Regent University. He's also the host of the 700 Club. You know what that is, right? Yeah, it's okay. a, uh, a tele-evangelical so, marketing uh, fundraising So, thing. just overall, in my <laughs> opinion, just a total scumbag, right? Like he doomsday predictions. Um, let's see. Here's all. Oh, here's a whole He's list done of doomsday his predictions. predictions. 1982 doomsday in late 1976. Robertson predicted that the end of the world was coming in October or November of 1982. In a May 1980 broadcast of the 700 Club, he stated, "Quote: I guarantee you, okay, yeah. I guarantee yeah, yeah. by the end of 1982 there was going to be a judgment." On the world. <clears throat> and then uh, nothing uh, happened. So. Uh, well, I was born in 83, and I'm pretty judgmental. That is true. Yeah. I'll go ahead and call that a hit. Okay. Um, so you know. then in September 2011, Robertson and several others who incorrectly predicted various dates for the end of the world were jointly awarded the Ig Nobel Award. Or the Ig Nobel Prize. It's so awesome. <laughs> they got an Ig. Uh, several wow. times. New Year, Robertson has announced that God told him several truths or events that would happen in the following year. I have a relatively good track record, he said. Sometimes I miss. Eh. Eh, you know, I have a pretty good track record with, I mean, other than the whole 1982, uh, but, you know, I miss sometimes, okay? In 04, he said that God told him Bush would be reelected in a blowout in November. Quote, I think George Bush is going to win in a walk. 
Uh, I really believe I'm hearing from the Lord. It's going... Oh, wait. Give us more money. Oh, yep. Now I'm sure. I am hearing it from the Lord. It's going to be like a blowout election in 04. It's shaping up that way. Uh, Bush did win, in fact, re-election, but not in a landslide. So the 04 race between Bush and Kerry was one of the closest large elections in history. <laughs> Uh, I can't 06, even get that right. He's got such a scumbag. He's got to like I push it just one too far. He can't just say, "Yeah, Bush is going to be reelected." Oh, no, no. It's got to be by a landslide. Like, oh, sure. why do you got to? Why can't you just admit that you little add, detail? We've talked about him on the the jam hole numerous times. Uh, he also declared that storms and possibly a tsunami would hit America's coastline sometime in 2006, which is kind of interesting because I mean, doesn't that happen like once a year at least? Okay. So, uh, Robertson supposedly received this revelation from God during an annual personal prayer retreat in January. You know, do you know, Ian, what a personal prayer retreat is? It's when you... I can imagine. Yeah. Like, lavish. Like me and right. God in this just immaculate mansion that the right. 700... All you idiots that watch the fucking 700 Club, like, just... Oh, yeah, here's my credit card. Yeah, have you ever... Did you watch the latest South Park episode about the QVC and no. the gold and go kill yourself? Okay, well... I haven't seen a South Park episode that, in years. Go, dude, go kill your... <laughs> like, that's this guy. I wish that that was this guy. Anyway. But now... <clears throat> so then... No, we're not done. Okay. Uh, in January 2nd, 2007, he said that God again spoke to him and told him that mass killings were to come during 2007. Ooh. Due to a terrorist attack, he added. Because God... I love that. Uh, the Lord didn't say nuclear, but I do believe it will be something like that. When a terrorist attack failed to happen in 07, he said, In 08, all I can think is that somehow the people of God prayed and God in his mercy spared us. And then again in 09 and in 2012, I mean, the, the, it goes on. So I just want to say that everybody on Facebook and in the world that is on his dick about because he keeps endorsing marijuana. Like, that's not the guy that we want or need. That's, no. I, I'm sorry. I, I'm sick of people, oh, well, this is great. This is really going to help them. No, it's absolutely a terrible, terrible thing. I, I get he has lots of money because he has lots of sheep that contribute to the, uh, it's, I can't. No, Just, in this no. in this video of Pat Robinson, does he actually talk about legalizing marijuana? I don't know. Well, okay. we do. This video? Yeah, well, it just says that he repeatedly calls for marijuana to be made We here legal. in America make up 5% of the world's population, but we make up 25% of jailed prisoners. This is an eight-minute video. These I know. We're prisoners may have been sentenced by some court... Listen for some offense, should they be behind bars? Here's the thing. We have now over 3,000. The number must be much higher than that, but over 3,000 uh, federal crimes. And every time the liberals pass a bill, I don't care what it involves. These fucking liberals. You know what? Every time these li Like, shut up, Pat. Shut up. Please. Somebody should ask Pat how, oh, many, how many people in the Bible did up. the devil kill? And when he when he answers three, and then ask him how many people in the Bible did God have ordered killed? That's liberal for you. <laughs> There's not even a number that large. Ad infinitum. <laughs> it just, yeah. Oh God. But anyway, so why is there a sideways eight? I don't understand that. 
Morgan Fox writes on the MPP that uh, throughout this segment, Robertson repeatedly blames liberals for the tough-on-crime approach that has led to massive over-incarceration. Traditionally, most people are probably used to hearing liberals blaming conservatives for the very same Same thing. thing. The truth is that there is more than enough blame to go around to both sides, so eat it up, boy. (laughs) Like, yeah, absolutely. You guys are both dicks. This blaming society thing is is really interesting. It is interesting to note, however, that these statements come just as Vice President Biden is publicly cementing the Obama administration's firm stance against real reform, even as leaders from across Latin America are calling for decriminalization, or as they say in Latin America, goño. <laughs> so, that's good. Good job, Pat. We'll take it. You will. You're down, huh? Unbelievable. No. You're down. Can we... We should... He, he does medical speak... Mer- to a very large portion of people that live in the Bible Belt. I feel that's the equivalent of selling out. Elderly people. I feel like that is the equivalent of selling out. It would... It but w- Snoop Dogg isn't? He absolutely is. Who the fuck said Snoop Dogg isn't? That's... Oh, that's, I don't know. I'm just asking. No. Because oh, everyone's no, no, like, no, no, no. oh, that's, Snoop Dogg fucking... No, smoke. see, you know what fuck I mean? yeah. Like, absolutely sold out. And what... Okay, Willie he, Nelson... He'll tell you he sold out. Ask him. Like, what about Willie Nelson? Fuck? Willie Nelson is just... An As an advocate. Yeah. As an advocate, does he? He hasn't really. Does he advocate? I mean, no, he just smokes pot. That's but what I'm saying. just saying. He has like, you know, notoriety because he writes songs and stuff. Yeah, I mean, exactly. He's so, not writing so if Willie Nelson, if Willie Nelson, Willie Nelson has definitely said that marijuana should not be illegal. Right. Definitely. Now, is that selling out I'm having saying, having Willie Nelson instead of Pat Robinson? Like, who would you rather have, Pat Robinson or Willie Nelson? Willie Nelson, absolutely. Okay. So, Even, what about what about Snoop Dogg and Willie Nelson? Willie Nelson. Okay. But Snoop Dogg and would then, be cool to have too. <laughs> I don't know, dude. Like maybe if they got together and did like a remix. <laughs> yeah, you know, something like that. You know, like uh, like your night last night. <laughs> a little bit country, a little bit. What's what's that genre? What is that? Is that lesbian hip hop? What is that? What are you playing? I, I don't there? know. The, the I just call it the horrorboard mix. The horrorboard mix. The horrorboard mix. Place. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I've talked a few times about having you know to appreciate good times, you gotta you gotta have some bad times too. Right, you know, right. you gotta have the ups and downs. Yeah, and yeah. So you gotta last go to the night, dive bar every once and again. Last night, you know, we really like we went to both extremes, but not really having like a, a, a peak more of having like a, a really far horizontal just a never ending like, like beeline no, like a, a, like a, yeah like a zero a really growth. sharp horizontal zig sure. like my and spaces then, traffic like just <laughs> anyway <laughs> sorry that was for our one geek listener in the chat right now and we correct. have one geek that's listener. i do uh the, that other show with him that's ant mm. so uh, and then to finish this, he's, yesterday he goes a step further and announces that he is endorsing Amendment 64 in Colorado and I-502 in Washington, both of which would end criminal penalties for adult marijuana use and treat marijuana in a manner similar to alcohol, which we have one here too, don't we, Ian? Yes, we do. Uh, do you have that petition? I do not. Could Could you get are, – are you – I don't. <laughs> that that was terrible. I don't. Ian, what do you think of this petition? After after uh, speaking uh, with somebody last night about it, I actually am going to say that I don't have enough information about 
the the orientation um, of this petition to really endorse or to deny it. I think that um, um, possibly I was a little hasty in my initial reading, but then again, like I, there's no one to ask questions to about it, and so that like the lack of leadership kind so of initially- scares me. Initially, what was your thoughts that that this initially, is not going to be a good thing? Initially, for... this is a this is a petition to decriminalize uh, decriminalize medical marijuana or marijuana to consenting adults. And I'll pull this up real quick. And right. as as a as somebody that works in a dispensary, you were not you you had another perspective on that than what everybody is like. Oh. Well, I'm going to read some language. Sure. Um, from the petition. So, ballot language for constitutional initiative number 110, or CI 110. So, constitutional initiative. Um, so, this is a constitutional amendment proposed by initiative petition. CI 110 amends Article 2, Section 14 of the Montana Constitution to establish that, quote, <clears throat> adults have the right to responsibly purchase consume, produce, and possess marijuana subject to reasonable limitations, regulations, and taxation. Except for actions that endanger minors, children, or public safety, no criminal offense or penalty of this state shall apply to such activities. Federal criminal laws regarding marijuana will not be changed by the passage of this initiative. This initiative, so, if passed by the electorate, will become effective on July first, two thousand thirteen, which is my birthday. Sure. So, okay. So this was the this was my thing. This is okay. Yeah. <clears throat> adults, as in all adults in Montana, not just some adults. All adults, uh, let's say over the age of twenty one, they will. If this is successful, they will have the right to and responsibly is a relative term. And so right. that would obviously need some clarification because what's responsible to me might not be responsible to my neighbor. So and This is how loopholes are formed. Yeah, yeah. Listen up. Any adult over the age of 21, I'm guessing, it might be 18, but whatever, uh, responsibly purchase so I could go buy cannabis without fearing legal recourse. Sure. I can consume cannabis okay. without any legal recourse. That's the next logical And step. then I yep. can produce. Really? Okay. Mm-hmm. And possess marijuana. Now, there's one word mm-hmm. that's left out of this. Produ- I can Sell. Pro- Interesting. There's there's no word in here about I can produce selling. It, and you can consume it. And I can purchase it. And but you it, can buy it, but can I sell it? It doesn't say that you is can that sell it. Money? Lo- that's weird. Is it that doesn't just a say mistake? you can sell it. No. Is that on purpose? Uh, it's probably. I I don't Who, know. So who's these are s- the questions that there's no one to ask? Like, can, like the, get Emmett on the phone. Emmett will get tell Emmett us. on the phone. Emmett, <laughs> call him up. But here's my point: is that okay? Let's let's say the let's say that you can. Legally sell it, okay? So any adult has the right to produce, possess, consume, and purchase, and hopefully sell. Right. But here's the thing is that since anybody can do that, as a, as a dispensary, as a medical marijuana dispensary individual, um, that's putting all of us out of 
business. Maybe not because our infrastructure is already in place. You see what I'm saying? Like we're already up and running. But the thing that really frightens me is the federal government doesn't like that we're doing medical marijuana to people that have medical records stating that they have an ailment and they're choosing to use cannabis. They don't even like that. Now, if we were selling cannabis to anybody over the age of 21, I am pretty sure the federal government is going to be like a kid in a candy store running through here, busting people left and right because we are we are trafficking drugs, we are distributing dangerous drugs, and we are manufacturing dangerous drugs. And I am sure somewhere in there they're going to get you for money laundering. Right. And so, like, that's interesting. The, the actual scary part to me is not is not the state or this initiative. It's the fact that if I could sell cannabis to anybody over the age of twenty one. The federal government's recourse on our business. That's the thing that scares me the most because until we reschedule this, until we do something at a federal level, okay, this so is kind of like it a- out. So purchasing implies selling, and that's that's what the attorney said. Okay, that's Purchase what the att- okay. approved by goats. Gets goats gets okay, gets right. Purchasing implies selling. That's what I just asked Rose, and she says purchasing implies selling. So, which that seems like kind of a like, could you just not have added those four more letters? Yeah. S E L L? Yeah. I mean, I I see what you're saying, and especially coming from somebody that, yeah. Regardless, the state law is one thing, whatever. It's it's the, the, the action that the federal government would take. On the individuals, because honestly, like, let's say, okay, so you, 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 I don't, you don't need a card to come into my dispensary anymore. You just need your Montana ID you're that right, says right. you're over the age of 21. Just like buying booze. And I can sell whatever I want to. Like, all of a sudden, I, instead of having a hundred customers, I'm going to have a thousand customers. Sure. And so then. So like, now you have to up your stream of product. You, you're going to have to grow more. Or buy more. Or you're, you see what I'm saying? And yeah, so like, yeah. there's going to be a huge influx because if anyone can just come down and get it, there's going to be a lot of those closet smokers or a lot more people that are just going to wander in there. And I think that that's what the federal government doesn't want is big marijuana business. Right. And making it this way like is what someone told me about this initiative is that if this passes, it's going to be the dispensaries that are selling the cannabis. That's and and that's a great idea, but there's nothing in here guaranteeing that either. Right. And so, like, it could be Philip this Morris. Is, this is and... another. This is another case of that I got mine. Sure. You know what I'm saying? And like, yeah, the 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 um the idea behind this is great, except for the fear of the federal government coming down on you. Now, and and if we if we shed the concept, um about making cannabis uh de- decriminalizing cannabis not only the the possession but the the purchasing and selling um another well and then another part of this initiative that uh arouses questions is that it's subject to reasonable which is a relative term yet again because what i find reasonable you might not find reasonable um, limitations, regulations, and taxation, and so this is a this is a constitutional amendment that that 
doesn't really this isn't the law because right. there's going to be a law written about the amendment describing what responsibly means, what reasonable means, what limitations are, this what regulations are. This is the foundation are. for those laws to be based Correct. upon. Correct. Right. But like the federal government was already investigating people that were pro cannabis over the medical law, over, you know, almost trying to kill our industry. So what's different about this? That it's Nothing. In the Constitution, which means they can't try to the repeal Montana, it like they yeah, did with... Yeah, yeah. So that helps, Correct. I that guess. That helps. But this does not but protect the, us from right. the people that are actually, like, not our enemies, but the people working against us. Sure. You know, which and is... what would? What would? A, re, a rescheduling. rescheduling, right? Rescheduling. Right. To reschedule cannabis or to unschedule whatever on something, at and that until that happens, big marijuana business is not going to happen because that's where they always fall back on schedule one. Sorry, yeah. guys. Yeah. So change that's that. that's the anchor, that's the ball and chain exactly. Right there. And so, like, so as this why... is a great in concept, this has potential, but sure. it also we're we're going to be in the same boat. We're going to be fearing the We're federal have government. We're going to do this again the, anyway. Uh-huh. So we should have just done that instead. <laughs> I don't know. It's what? unfortunate that we live in a state that's so small that we don't really have any pull in our in our uh, in the federal arena. You right, know, with our right. two representatives. Who gives a f- yeah, yeah, yeah. You know I what I'm you, saying? Like it, it's unfortunate that the citizens of Montana can't like it is also get it done on our own because I'm pretty sure that if we could, we would have already have done it. Absolutely. It is fortunate, though, that we have the Bob Marshall Wilderness. We have Canada. I mean, we have a lot of, like, if if zombie apocalypse were to happen, like, we or federal government take, you know, if something, we, we would, there's woods and stuff. Like, we're okay. Do you know how to survive in the woods? Yeah. Do you yeah. really? I camp. Fuck yeah. You, you don't yeah. lie very good. <laughs> <laughs> no, I absolutely would. Dana said the same thing. She said there's no way, but I think I would be really – I think I would. D- anyway, it was a great episode of Hotbox. We're going to that- leave you with that note. Imagining Matt running <laughs> – it's going to be Lord of the Flies in Matt's backyard by next week. <laughs> he's going to be back there on a sharpening s- sticks, and he's going to have like a – not a boar because he's not actually going to be able to hunt one of those motherfuckers down. <laughs> But a squirrel or a like the neighbor's cat. <laughs> you kidding, kidding, kidding. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's terrible. I we we should put that to the test. Me and you this summer should record a fucking like how long would we need like two weeks, three weeks? To do what? To survive. To go out in the fucking woods and just with like a knife and some twine or you know something we'll set the this the the what everything all the the parameters like a five pound limit or something whatever sure. you can whatever bring you can, that weighs yeah. less than okay. five fucking pounds we should do something like that and film it and see who goes the longest we'll just see how we fared and maybe have little like tests to take like at the end and at the beginning to like see what it did to us mentally or I don't know, you know, something like that. I was going to say if it was a longevity thing, man, I got a few extra pounds on you. Like, I could, I could probably <laughs> well, hang out for a little while longer we, without malnutrition. We found Ian's head on a steak and Matt eating something. I'm not quite sure it was, what it is. It seemed like a very well marbled steak. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it was, so it terrible. ate very well. We should uh, we should do that. <laughs> keep, keep it an seemed eye to be massaged in sake or tequila quite frequently. 
and uh, that that could be part of our uh, extra content for for whatever. <laughs> would you imagine? <laughs> like the like of it, like it would be filmed like Big Brother. <laughs> it would just be us like in the woods going crazy. <laughs> like oh look mushrooms, what's this? <laughs> Nom 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 nom. <laughs> oh, I didn't oh, score print yeah. that one right. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, At least in America, you could call for an airlift out of that motherfucker. You know, you, you have your safety net to rely on. Search and rescue. You know, the 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 rescue helicopter. Yep. You know. And so I'm saying we. we I mean, to... really, you got the safety net here that you could actually do something like that. So you want to like A-wire? fly to like Somalia or something and do it there, like in the desert, bro? I wouldn't sleep outside in the jungle, two, <laughs> two, 20 feet away from my house in Belize, bro. That's true. No, for real. Yeah. Like that is the dumbest fucking thing. Yeah. I could, you, okay. you don't do that. Survive. You don't do that. To see how much that five pound limit. It's five so pounds. Awesome. It's like a Leatherman and a book of matches. <laughs> I'm thinking like a nine millimeter and like two rounds. Yeah, right. Uh, shit. I can start the fire with one round. Hopefully. <laughs> that would be a mess. All right. That's well, thanks. I, uh, thanks for listening, guys. Email info at hotboxpodcast.com. We got a Google Plus circle. We got a Facebook page, a Twitter account, all that shit. So you can leave messages for the show at 406-204-4687. You can text me at 406-848-1739. And uh, yeah, thanks for listening and all that bullshit. Shit, and we'll talk to you guys next Sunday. Sunday, Sunday. Peace out. If you like, if you weed, like, we where, where you, you need to. Need to be. Be. <laughs> if you like, we this is where you need to be. Thank you for listening to the Hot Boss Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Hot Boss Podcast.